following Jesus has nothing to do with your feelings and your ability to be perfect. That's the reason why he came. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Happy Passion Week. For those that don't know, this week, um, leading up to Resurrection Sunday is Passion Week, a week that we reflect on Christ's sacrifice, his, his crucifixion up until um, the third day. Hallelujah, where he rose with all power in his hand. So today is uh, another day of celebrating who Jesus is to us, what Jesus did for us, and that he is the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, and we celebrate him on today. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week. I hope that you are um, testifying of miracles. I hope that you are being a blessing in the world. And whatever it is, take Jesus every single place you go. Um, Just a few um, things that I want to share. For those that are new to the show, welcome to the show. Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed every single week. We are super excited to have you if this is your first time. If it is not, welcome back to another episode. Um, One thing that I love to do um, when it comes to this podcast is allow you all to be a part of what's going on here and what's being discussed. So if you have a topic of discussion or a question that you would love to have answered on this particular platform, head on over to www.un-associated.com slash ask Kendra for more details. You can send in a voice memo or you can type it out and we can receive your question or topic of discussion that way. In addition, there are more ways that you can be involved with Unassociated. If you have been blessed through this podcast, Create with Kendra, or Church Boy Confessions, or the different um, um, writing materials that have been distributed on our website, or maybe even our Bible studies that we have every first Monday of the month, and you feel led, compelled, and inspired to donate to the Unassociated Ministry, head on over to www.un-associated.com slash donate for more information. We appreciate every small or large donation. It is all important and valuable to the eyes of God into this. And so for those that have been donating faithfully, we appreciate you all so much. This doesn't happen without your support. It doesn't happen without your prayers and without your financial backing. And so if that is you, head on over to www.undashassociated.com slash donate. All right, y'all, let's get right into the meat of this episode. So um, when I was asking God, like, what exactly do you want me to share with your people? 
And the Lord truly inspired a word. And so that is something that I'm going to um, do (laughs) as the Lord leads. Amen. So for those that are listening, if you're driving in your car, if you're watching this on YouTube or um, by way of one of the, 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 the platforms where these podcasts are streamed, my question to you is, are you ready to die? Are you ready to die? And when I ask that, I'm asking, are you ready to die to self? To giving in to the temptation of sin? Are you ready to die from fame, prestige, recognition? And that's something that I want to discuss today. Now we're going to head on over. We're going to jump right into scripture because that is, that is our source. That is the reason, the reason why we are here is because of God's word. The reason why we can understand the mission of Jesus and who he was and what he commands us to do as Christ's followers is in the word of God. It is not by our own opinion. It is not by anything else, but by the word of God. Amen. So we're going to head on over to Matthew chapter 16, and we're going to um, be in a verse in between verses 15 through 20, 25. Okay. And so just a little bit of context of what's going on in the book of Matthew. Jesus has taken his disciples from Galilee to the Mount of Hernan, right? And so Jesus is having a conversation with his disciples before embarking on the portion of his journey where he is to be crucified. And so he takes his his disciples from amongst the, the busyness of the people of the city to a precious quiet space in the mountains of Mount Hernan. And so he asks his disciples, who do men say that I am? Right. And so let's read, let's read what the word of the Lord is saying. So I'm reading from the new King James version, have my Bible here. And it reads verse 15 saying, He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him and said, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven And I also say to you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. So I want to pause there. So Jesus is asking his disciples. They're in the conversation about what people are saying about who Jesus truly is. 
And Jesus asked them, well, who do you say that I am? And Peter says to Jesus that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus blesses Peter and says that you are so blessed because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father did. This was not something that you heard in the streets. This isn't that something that you read in Galilee today. That's if they had some kind of printing, right? But this is what God revealed. Flesh and blood didn't reveal it, but the Lord did. And so imagine Peter. In this conversation with Jesus and then Jesus blessing him in his response. If I was Peter, I would have sat up a little taller. Would have been like, "Hmm, that's right. My Lord blessed me because I answered him in a way that pleased him. Now, let's continue to read. Let's continue to read. I want to go to verse 21. Verse 21 reads, from the time Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes to be killed and be raised the third day. Verse 22 reads, then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, far be from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. Verse 23 but he turned to but he turned and said to Peter, "Get behind me, Satan. You are offensive to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of man." So let's pause here. Jesus is taking his disciples and is revealing to them what is to come regarding his life, that he must return back to Jerusalem and that he is going to suffer and be persecuted by the officials and by the government. And as a result of his persecution, he is going to be executed. They're going to kill him. But, and this is what I love about God because he's victorious, but he said on the third day that he will raise from the dead. And so when your leader, Jesus, imagine being a disciple and your leader is telling you, I'm going to suffer. I'm going to be persecuted. And I'm going to be killed. But on the third day, I'll be raised from the dead. That is not an easy thing to digest. Someone who you loved so much that you followed for a long time is now saying that they're going to leave you. And so Peter's natural reaction to what Jesus said was, Lord, this is not, no, no, I don't want, this is not for you. This is not for you. Let's, no, we're going to scratch that. The whole Dying and being killed. That's no. That was what Peter felt. Notice I said what he felt. And I want to remind us 
that there will never be a time where you will go to God's scripture and God will tell you through his holy word to go on your feelings. I ain't never seen it. There will never be a time where God will say, go on your feelings. No, that's not it. And so Jesus rebuked him and said, get behind me, Satan. Why? We have to remember when Jesus was tempted by Satan. In the wilderness and Satan wanted him to worship him and said, you know, you don't have to 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 go the harsh way. But if you want to connect with these people, if you want their hearts, if you want their souls, just worship me. And so that was familiar to Jesus. That Peter, not intentionally, but from his feelings, from his flesh, from his humanity, he was trying to convince Jesus not to go the way of the cross. But Jesus said, what you are trying to get me to do, the only thing that you have on your mind is your feelings. And the theme in the agenda of man, you are not thinking about God's will. You are not thinking about God's will. So let's continue to read y'all. Let's continue to read. We are going to pick back up at verse 24. And it says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For who, whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But who loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profits a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Amen. I want you to sit with that just for a little bit. He turned to his disciples and said, if anyone desires to come after me, thank you, Lord, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Following Jesus has nothing to do with your feelings and your ability to be perfect. That's the reason why he came. <laughs> That's the reason why he died because he knew in our wicked humanity, in our states of sin and transgression, we could never save our own selves. We cannot independently be reconciled with God without Jesus. And so in order for the mission of God 
to be fulfilled, he had to go to the cross. And right now, I just want to pause and say, thank you, Jesus, for going to the cross. Thank you for dying for our sins. Thank you for thinking of me when you went to the cross, when you hung and you bled and you died on the cross. You thought of me. Jesus, thank you so much for taking my place. Y'all, he took our place. Do we get that? Do we understand that Jesus took our place? We deserve death, but he took our place. And I just want to just take this moment to say, Jesus, thank you. While we were yet sinners, Christ died. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And his sacrifice wasn't for nothing. Him dying on the cross was the payment. But him rising on the third day was the victory. Was the victory. I know many people walk around with the cross as a a symbol, as a necklace, as, you know, but I'm, I'm about to give me one of them chains that got a tomb because that's the resurrection. That's the victory. Amen. So back to the scripture. I just have to take a moment, y'all. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Back to the scripture. He says, if anyone desires to come after me, he must deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. To be Christian. It's not to create your own idea of how you think Christ wants you to follow him. To be Christian is not to make up your own idea of how you want to live and then tell God just to accept what it is that I want. No. And to the first order of business to be Christian is to deny yourself yes you said the sinner's prayer you've accepted Jesus in your life you accepted that he came here and he died on the cross and he rose three days after and with all power and by that you can be saved yes you have received him first order of business die to yourself period And what we see a lot in the world is a manipulated version of what people want to call Christianity, how you live in any kind of way, not according to this, not according to God's word, but you live in any kind of way and saying God loves me and God forgives me. Yes, he is a loving God. Yes, he is a forgiving God, but he is also a righteous and a holy God. That means anything that Kendra does that is not pleasing in his sight, I have to die to that. And then take up my cross. 
and follow him. The cross symbolizing a sacrifice. Cross wasn't fun. It was a sacrifice that Jesus gave. But he's not saying that you actually have to get on the cross with nails in your hand and your feet. The Bible declares in Romans 12, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a what? A living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, meaning you should be doing this anyway. A living sacrifice. When you accept Christ and you live for him and you claim him, you are to deny you. And there's this idea and I hear there's this idea running around talking about and it has been for centuries that that Christianity is this man made religion. My brother in Christ, Emmanuel, shared his experience when he was in high school and his high school teacher said that the Bible was a made up book, but inspired by real life events. (laughs) He got kicked out of class. Look, people will tell you that the Bible is made up, that the Bible is the the white man's religion, that the Bible was used to to, um, confuse enslaved people. But everything about the Bible goes against man's desires. Everything about the Bible goes against selfish nature. Everything the Bible teaches about living for Christ has nothing to do with how you feel, but everything to do with Christ. And if we just take a moment to pull ourselves out of the equation, do not center you, but center Christ, we'll be able to live for him better be able to live for him better because if you sit on your wants and your needs and your desires and say god get with the program that's not being in alignment it's not but if we say nevertheless not my will but yours be done and center christ and deny ourselves first order of business deny ourselves take up cross and follow him and then it says for whosoever desires to save his life will lose it whosoever loses his life for my sake will find it and god had to remind me like there's going to be a day and actually the day is here it's the day is here where people are being persecuted like for real for real just for declaring the name of jesus and there's this new law that's um in 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 progress in jerusalem to where you can be literally persecuted and punished for teaching or saying the name of jesus and i had to really like sit with that because (laughs) <laughs> to be honest, like, be real. 
three years ago when God called me to this podcast, I did not imagine being here talking about controversial issues. I don't like conflict. (laughs) I didn't imagine using this platform to serve rebukes. I don't like conflict. And even last week when the Lord told me to share my whole, um, I don't listen to Beyonce no more. I was like, for real, Lord, you gonna, you gonna, you gonna make me say that? Cause I don't like conflict. But I had to say, I had to really pull back because I was just like, people are really losing their lives over declaring the name of Jesus, literally taking up their cross and following him. And I'm over here tripping over some comments, some people unfollowing me, (laughs) some people disagreeing with me, like Kendra, counter the privilege, (laughs) seriously. And my prayer is, no matter how hard the message is. And I also want to encourage my creators out there. If you are, if you have a podcast, if you are on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, and you are preaching the unadulterated, the untainted word of God, the way that it comes, minus your feelings, that's not easy to do. But with Christ's strength, we can do it. And I want to encourage you to continue to take up your cross and do this work daily because it encourages me. It encourages other people. And we have to put out the truth. No matter how controversial it was. Because Jesus was controversial. He was. Not only was he lowly and meek but he was controversial he was a radical he came in the form that people didn't expect him he called out people that manipulated God's word he called out the the dysfunction in the government in the church hello somebody he called it out and we have to be willing to call it out And not worry about who is going to critique us. So what? If you don't like what I have to say. (laughs) I work for God. I work for God. And I want to remind you. If you are a Christ follower. And you have dedicated your life to him. And you have denied yourself. So what? People don't like what you got to say. As long as you stand on the word of God. You're good. This You are in right standing as long as you stand on this. Amen. Now, again, I ask you, are you ready to die? Are you ready to die to self? To sin, to prestige, to accolades? Are you ready to be that living sacrifice? Are you ready to give up the things that don't 
bring glory to God, but glory to yourself? Are we prepared and sold out for Christ? And I'm not saying S-O-L-D, I'm saying S-O-U-L. Are we? Are our souls, do, do they belong to Christ? Do they say yes to the things that he wants? Are we ready and prepared to speak the gospel of Jesus? Not just to the world, but to the church. Not just to people that we don't know, but people that we do know. Jesus made himself of no reputation, but humbled himself for the will of the Father. He was the perfect example. He wasn't flashy. He even went to when he performed miracles. How many times did Jesus say, don't tell nobody I, I did this? <laughs> because he wasn't there to, to get the to get the what am I trying to what, what word am I trying to grab on? He wasn't there for show. There we go. He wasn't there for show. It's about his father's business. So, no, you don't have to record you doing good deeds and posting it on Instagram. <laughs> for what? You don't have to tell everyone what you've researched and how great you are and all the accolades and titles you have. So what? Jesus didn't do that. And he was the perfect example of how we should live. So I ask you another question. Are you sold out for Christ? I mean, if you are, I want to remind you, the first order of business is to Deny yourself. And so my challenge to you all today is look within you and say, what parts of me do I place higher than Christ? What parts of me that God told me not to do in his word and I'm doing it anyway? And Another question to ask yourself for the very thing that I love. I hear you, Lord. The very thing that I love, if it's a relationship, if it's an unhealthy habit, God knows. God knows what his word says. I hear you, Lord. And God says, his word is enough. And he doesn't have to tell you or bring a rhema word for what his logos already says. There are some things that we have to die to. Are you willing to give up the very thing you love to follow Jesus. Remember these men, these disciples, they were thriving businessmen. 
thriving. And they walked away from their businesses and their lives to follow Jesus. Are you willing to give it up? You know what it is. I ain't got to call it. Are you willing to give it up? All right, let's pray. (sighs) Father in heaven, we thank you. We praise you. We give you glory in all things. You are so good. You are so kind. We praise you for being our love. There is no greater love than you. Thank you for loving us so much that you came to die, that you rose on the third day with all power in your hands. Thank you for being the perfect example. You don't call us to be perfect, but you call us to follow you. And God, I pray that you give us opportunity to follow you. Someone that is nervous about doing so and denying their flesh and giving up the very things that they love because it'll change their life. Yes, it'll change their life. But if the Bible declares if if you try to save your own life, you'll lose it. But if we lose our lives or we give our lives for you that we will gain. God, speak to us and show us what it is that you are not pleased with. Teach us how to deny ourselves, to take up our cross and follow you, to be that living sacrifice that you have called us to be, to center you in all things. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank God. And amen. All right, y'all, that is the word for this week. Happy Passion Week once again. Happy Holy Week. Um, I pray that everyone has a wonderful Resurrection Sunday. If this is a message that you know someone needs to hear, go ahead and share it. We love you so much with the love of the Lord. Be blessed. And until next time, beautiful people. Bye.